Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio here, back at it again with another podcast episode. Tonight's podcast episode is about the Haunted Roads Hotel. Clint and Linda Haley purchased the hotel in 1995. The Haley's, in fact, appeared more concerned about the prospect of restoring their wood frame two-story house in Atlanta, Indiana, than its supposed paranormal inhabitants. When they found a suction-like medical device with a patent marked 1894 on it, they shrugged and told an Indianapolis Star reporter in 1999 the discovery was a typical find for moving into a historical building like the Rhodes Hotel in Hamilton County. They acknowledged the home's paranormal history and rattled it off like a grocery list. It once doubled as a brothel and a speakeasy. They said there may have been a murder on the property, and for some reason, a baby coffin was inside the home for a while, they had been told. Atlanta locals told the couple a slew of spirits populated their home, but the tales of ghosts didn't scare the Haley's, nor did they come across said phantoms. At least they hadn't when they were last featured in the papers four years after purchasing the hotel. So far, we haven't encountered any spirits, Clint Haley said at the time. Of course, there's some reasons people might say that there are some here. Indeed, the hotel's history seems to support Clint Haley's theory. From the time the Rhodes Hotel was established in 1893 and became the namesake of its first owner's death became fairly common. The youngest child in the Rhodes family, Everett, died in one of the second-story bedrooms after contracting tuberculosis at 18 years old. Clara and Newton Rhodes, who purchased the building, died inside as well, and rumors still swirl about a preacher, Lester Poor, who supposedly hanged himself in the attic during the hotel's heyday. Some think his death may have been a murder. The 22-room hotel was meant to house those flocking to east-central Indiana during the natural gas boom in the late 1800s. Original photos of the hotel sign are seen spelled Rhodes Hotel, R-H-O-A-D-S. In the late 1980s, the hotel's then-owner discovered the name was spelled incorrectly and took down the sign. According to the Archive Noblesville News articles, Philip J. Coughlin, an Indianapolis developer, explained Newton Rhodes may have christened the building as Rhodes Hotel, the R-O-H-A-D-S, but listed it as Rhodes Hotel, R-O-A-D-S, in transfer papers. After Newton Rhodes' death, Clara turned the house into a dual brothel and speakeasy. It said one of the prostitutes, Sarah, still haunts her bedroom, tucked behind the stairs on the second floor. The parlor has a trick door on the southern wall leading to a back storage space. It's been reported that John Dillinger and Al Capone stopped at the hotel on 150 East Main Street for a stay or several after hitching a ride on a train. It would make sense if the Depression era gangsters visited the current owner, told Indy Star recently, given how Atlanta is a natural stopping point between Chicago and Indianapolis. But Mike Couch, whose charity has owned the home since 2017, has only found uh, and a sedotal evidence of either's patronage. The hotel closes doors in 1937, according to the archive articles. From the Indianapolis Star, the property remained in the Rhodes family hands 
but sat empty for more than 30 years. The family sold the building in 1968 and auctioned its contents in 1987. It landed on the National Register of Historic Places. The hotel saw three subsequent owners until the Haley's took it over for restoration. The hotel was up for sale again in 2017 when Couch 48 said a friend encouraged his charity to take over the place. Couch had launched the Lost Limbs Foundation four years earlier, which raises funds for prosthetic limbs for children. He started the nonprofit after doctors amputated his own leg at age 36 due to venous malformation that caused blood clots. His medical bills topped 75 grand. <clears throat> he remembers thinking how the nonprofit taking over the property sounded like a good idea, but told his friend the charity didn't have the funds. Then Couch said his friend made him an offer he couldn't refuse. An angel investor agreed to pay for costs to keep the hotel up and running with no interest. Revenue would go partly to the investor and also to Couch's charity. I couldn't say no to that, he told Indy Star. Since 2017, Couch's charity has owned and run the hotel. Not only has it been named among Indiana's most haunted places, but the hotel is constantly hooked for private and paranormal investigations. The overnight investigations with tickets selling for anything from $40 to $200 a pop attract people from across the country. Interested investigators are allowed to stay overnight in the hotel and conduct any kind of investigation to their liking, as long as they bring their own equipment. Couch said people have captured a figure-like shadow moving across the living room's curtains with night vision cameras. A sheriff's deputy has felt someone tugging at his shorts upstairs. He said most commonly people hear whispers or the, or the second floor creaking when no one is inside. As for Couch's take on what visitors have captured, he believes them. Couch has been engrossed in the paranormal world since 2006, before, he, before the thought of taking over a haunted hotel was given a shell of an idea, a eerie experience in the middle of the night at a friend's house prompted him to do so, he said. Couch said he may not be a skeptic, but he's also not quick to chalk up anything that goes bump in the night as a ghostly encounter. I want to find proof of the afterlife, he said, but at the same time, I want to be able to explain something. Unlike the Haley's, Couch said he's seen and heard supernatural happenings in the hotel since moving onto the property. He's heard footsteps up to the house's long staircase. The property's cameras have turned off and picked up voices before the footage flickers back on. While once, while hosting an investigation, Couch said he witnessed one of the many Victorian dolls left behind from a previous owner jump off its chair. Sometimes the creaking comes from living curious, but also intruding people who welcome themselves into the hotel to catch a glimpse inside. Couch doesn't seem to be bothered by these nosy visitors. He just welcomes them to come back when they book a stay. So the Rhodes Hotel has many, many spirits inside of it. Um, you got to think about it. Gangsters. Uh, speakeasy, a brothel. Many bad things have happened in this hotel. Many murders. A 
rumored suicide that was possibly a murder. And if Al Capone and Dillinger had stayed inside the hotel, something bad had happened there. Because it seemed to be violence followed them wherever they went. So it's up to you to believe if the Rhodes Hotel is haunted or not. I would love to go to the Rhodes Hotel and have a stay in it. I'm pretty sure you guys would too. So I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's podcast episode on the Rhodes Hotel. Um, you can go to paranormalinkohio.com where you can take it straight to the main business page. There you can see our crystals and their powers. Our sage bundles for everything cleansing. You can also see our necklaces, pins, and bracelets that we have to go with the crystals. There you can go to Paranormal Inc. Ohio group that takes you straight to the group page on Facebook as well. There you can see some old ghost hunts, see <clears throat> some ghost stories. We talk everything paranormal there. You guys give me ideas for shows there. I come up with the research, make the show, and give you guys a shout out. Also on the main page, not just crystals and everything on there, we also have ghost hunts, ghost stories, and many things paranormal on there as well. From there, you can go to Paranormal Inc. Ohio on TikTok and YouTube. There you can see some old ghost stories and some ghost hunts. And of course, you can go to many podcast venues and you can hear our Paranormal Inc. Ohio podcast. The podcast is every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night at 10 p.m. And every Thursday and Friday night, I am live on Facebook. Friday night being our Fear Friday, which is a big discussion on something huge in the paranormal world. It lasts a little bit longer than our regular lives. There you guys can come on and you can uh, interact with me and ask questions and everything else like that. So I hope to see you guys on one of those one night. And I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope each and every one of you have a very, very good night and be safe out there. The snow is insane. Thank you guys. Have a great evening. Goodbye.